Welcome to episode five of the Pre-Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. We're so glad you're here taking the time to invest in building a solid foundation for your future marriage. And I hope that what you're learning here is helping you build that foundation. And we've got an important topic we're gonna address today. That's right, we're talking about how to handle conflict in a healthy way and also how to compromise in marriage. And we go into a deep dive in this in the Preparing For I Do video course. You can find out more information about that at premarriage.com. But before you do that, listen to this episode. Let's dive in. One of the biggest issues in any relationship is figuring out a healthy way to work through disagreements, how to compromise when there's conflict, and how to have meaningful and respectful conversations that help lead to solutions instead of fights, because you two are not going to agree about everything. And it's so important to learn these skills early on. It is. And I think, you know, right now, as you are planning your wedding and you're thinking about what it's going to be like once you're married, it's so important to kind of realize your own personality, because what happens oftentimes is that one of you really wants to handle conflict right away. The other maybe tends to push things down. It doesn't want to always address it. And so when you can have these conversations right now, and and really it starts with self-reflection, I think you can talk through that and say like, you know, listen, when I feel like something's off with you, I'm going to feel better if we can talk about it sooner rather than later, because then I feel like it's just kind of festering. And then, you know, your future spouse could talk to you and say, listen, when I want to take a little time to think about this, it's not because I don't care. It's because I'm not really sure what to say and I don't want to say the wrong thing. I want to really pray about it and think about it. And when you can have these conversations about conflict beforehand and just have a better understanding of your tendencies when it comes to addressing conflict, it'll give you such a greater perspective and more respect for each other uh, before you're married. And so when, when those conflicts come, and they inevitably will, you're not going to instantly kind of be on the defensive and feel like your spouse is attacking you. Yes, that is so, so true. And learn to just kind of help support each other in the different wiring. And we talk about this in all different issues, about sex, about money, about everything. You two are wired up differently and honor each other's personalities, honor each other's differences, and make sure that you're, you know, supporting one another to help you be your best. So for instance, let's say one one of you is one that likes to deal with stuff right away. It's like, if there's an issue right now, right this second, we're gonna talk through it. And that is me. we're not gonna do anything until <laughs> it's done. The other one needs some time to process. And if they feel backed into a corner right then when they haven't had that time to process, they feel completely taken off guard. They feel, mm-hmm. um, you know, attacked. They, they feel like they can't have a meaningful conversation about it. So in those kind of situations, both of you are probably going to have to step outside of your comfort zone to create the the uh, optimal environment where these conversations can take place. For the one who wants to happen it, it to happen right away, they might have to wait and say, I know you need a little bit of time to process, and so I want to give that to you. For the one that needs a little bit of time to process, you might have to say, listen, um, you know, I'd like to take days to process this before we talk about it. I don't want to leave you waiting that long. And so if you could just give me until tonight, and we'll set an appointment like tonight where we can sit down together uh, and talk about it. But even while you're waiting for this to resolve, you know, I I want you to know that this is an issue we're going to work through, and I love you, and there is nothing that we could ever face that's going to make me stop loving you or that's going to threaten to, to, to end or destroy our relationship. This is just a, a specific issue that we're going to tackle together. I just need time to think about the best yeah. way uh, to, to process that, and let's make an appointment and deal with it. What can't happen is for the person that doesn't want to deal with it right away to just keep hitting the snooze button yes. on it. 
because that that will just create so much resentment and frustration in your marriage. You've got to be specific about when you're going to address it and then follow through and actually address it. Absolutely, and it may even help to write things down. I think those of us who need more time to process, and I'm not one of those people. Like I'm, I'm the dynamic that Dave talked about where I'm like, I feel like there's a problem, we need to handle it right away. But Dave, you know, he's not necessarily as fast at those things as I am, and so I've had to give him a space. But I think sometimes when you're the person where you're like, I just need time to process, it really helps to like journal or write it down and really process your thoughts, maybe even do a pro and con list if it's something where you just can't seem to get on the page about it, on the same page about it. And so I think it would really help you to write it down and to look at it visually speaking and then if you want to take it a step further and you're not quite ready to talk about it yet, but you know you don't want to leave your spouse hanging, you can actually write them a letter and say like, here's what I'm thinking. I just don't want to be so upset about this thing that we're talking about that I end up sending the wrong message or saying th- something that I don't mean. And I'm telling you, it will go a long way in creating peace because you're not leaving them hanging, but you're also showing them your thoughts. You're showing them kind of where you are. And I think that really helps. And it can also, you know, writing things down can really help to not only help you process, but it can also help you process it in a a healthier way. Because sometimes the first time we write something down and we're angry, it's like all snarky and nasty and and things that you would never want to say to your spouse. But then when you write it down a second time, you edit it and you really get to the heart of what you're trying to say and how you're really feeling, you can write it in such a more respectful way and it it will come out in, in such a healthier way to really let your spouse know your concerns, why you feel like you're not on the same page about this, and that will go a long way in keeping the line of communication open so that you can actually sit down and eventually have that conversation. Because the truth is, you're going to have to have the conversation. And some of you watching this, you're not talkers. Like you're, and you're not feelers even. Like you're like, I'm not even like, I just just try to avoid conflict at all costs. And I understand that. And maybe you grew up in a home where there was just conflict all the time and you're naturally a people pleaser and a peacemaker and you're like, the only way I know how to handle conflict is to act like it didn't happen. And I get that. And I know that's maybe the background you're from, but I just wanna tell you that that's not healthy. And you know, you cannot have a strong marriage without actually having face-to-face conversations with your spouse. And so you can put a pause button, you know, you can hit a pause button as much as you want, but it's never gonna solve anything. Avoidance never solves the problem. We always have to get it out on the table, bring it out of the dark, so to speak, and really talk through these things and pray about these things, and many times get help. You know, sometimes if you feel like you cannot approach a certain subject without actually having a fight about it or saying nasty things, or maybe you're not saying anything, maybe like your spouse is talking to you and you just kind of like give them the cold shoulder, which is even worse, I think, than saying anything because it just says, I don't care. And if you're at that point, That's when you need to have a counselor, you need to have a marriage coach, you need to have someone who can help walk you through this and help you to say what you need to say in a healthy way and to come to some sort of compromise. Yeah, that's right. And speaking specifically of that kind of counseling or coaching, um, first off, if there's a Christian counselor in your area where you guys can sit down in person, that's a great resource. But uh, here at XO Marriage, we actually have a great resource of some wonderful and trained people that are gifted in in listening to a situation, helping to mediate that situation, helping you find solutions. And if you want to contact our coaches, you can go to this site, xomarriage.com slash coaches. And this is something that can be done virtually by phone or by Skype um, to help meet you right where you are and work through that issue. So that's a resource that that could help many, and they certainly have helped many, and they'd be happy to help you as well. So uh, another, another layer of all of this conflict resolution is really digging deep to get to the root 
of why the conflict is happening in the first place. I think oftentimes in marriage, uh, you know, one spouse will have a, a big issue about something, but when you dig down deep, you, you might find out that their reaction, their emotional reaction, their frustration, it isn't just about the specific issue, but that issue is kind of touching a nerve that's that's deeper. Yes. And for instance, um, you know, we you know have uh, some friends, and and the the wife was having these constant issues of, of distrusting the husband when he hadn't done anything uh, to break her trust, and it was frustrating for him. Uh, and it was frustrating for her too because she wanted to be able to trust him, and but it, it was creating this conflict. And so instead of both thing, both of them getting defensive, they really said, "Let's sit down and try to figure out the root of this," because it isn't something that I, as the husband, have done to break your trust. And as they really drilled down to the root of where that feeling was coming from, um, she realized it was coming from her childhood, long before she'd met her husband, that her father, who she was very close to, uh, ended up cheating on her mother and leaving the family. And so she had these abandonment issues yes. because a man in her life that she had trusted, a man in her life that she felt like was was her protector and would always be there for her, just was gone. And there was this fear in her uh, that her husband was gonna do that same thing. And she'd never yeah. thought of it that way. She had never verbalized it in that way. But for both of you, you've gotta provide a safe environment where you can drill down deep and, and talk about it. Maybe you're a silent type, like Ashley said, and you need to, to talk about why. Is it just a personality thing? Or maybe maybe is there something from your past that when you did speak up, you were reprimanded and you were you were punished? And when you did express how you felt, you were made to feel stupid or you were you, there was a negative consequence to you yeah. being honest and vulnerable in that way. And so now you're guarded. But you've got to you gotta get to the root of those things so that you can create healthy patterns moving forward because you don't wanna live your whole life just surviving, just avoiding, just getting by. You've got to, you gotta have the hard conversations. You know, so many engaged couples spend so much time and money on preparing for their wedding, but they often forget that they need to prepare for their marriage. Well, we have got a great new resource for you and it's called Preparing for I Do. That's right, this video course is gonna have so much information to help spark meaningful conversations for your future marriage and to help you set a solid foundation for your life together. The videos aren't all that are part of the course. There's also a powerful assessment tool designed by Jimmy Evans, which is gonna lead you through some of the most important conversations you've ever had as a couple. To access all this and much more, check out the site, premarriage.com. You do, and I think it's so wise that you're watching this resource right now and listening to this resource just to learn how to have a solid marriage. And, and you're ahead of the game because you're engaged right now. So this is a great time, especially when it comes to conflict. I think it'd be awesome when you stop listening to this and stop watching this, if you sit down with your fiance and talk about how your parents handle conflict. Because like we've said in some of these other sessions, it has a lot to do with how we see conflict and how we naturally handle conflict is, is kind of what we experienced growing up. You know, maybe you grew up in a house where your parents seemed to always get along and, and you kind of saw them handle things in a healthy way. And so you assume that your future spouse knows how to do that. And what's gonna happen if you don't talk about those things that they did right and what you hope to repeat in your marriage, you can't expect your spouse to know that automatically because maybe they grew up in a home where People just avoid a conflict the whole time, or maybe they fought all the time. And so, you know, when you get married and then all of a sudden you're thinking, well, we're just naturally gonna know how to handle conflict, it won't necessarily happen that way. So you need to have that conversation and say, listen, you know, our families, all families have some good things, and then we have some other things that we may not wanna repeat. Let's even write down what things we wanna repeat 
you know, that our parents did well when it comes to handling conflict. And maybe some things that we don't wanna repeat, that we really don't want to be in our home. Maybe some, some words that were said that tend to be those the words that hurt and tear down uh, and just put down each other. Maybe we just say like, one of our family rules is that we never say those words because they just tend to be divisive. And you know, a lot of times we have people in our life that maybe weren't, we weren't related to, but we have learned so much from them. Tell each other about those people and what they did right and what you learned about handling conf conflict from those people because I think that can be very helpful as well. And I think it's just important to kind of establish like, you know, we wanna have peace in our home. So this means that when, when either one of us starts feeling resentful or we start feeling like we're not on the same page, you know, how are we gonna handle that? Are we gonna, maybe we write it down. Maybe I know some couples where they, you know, keep an ongoing book in their house, and they do this with their kids as well, and they'll just continually keep a conversation of writing in the book of like, you know, I'd really love to talk to you because this one thing hurt me. And I know for some of you, you're like, that sounds so lame, I would never do that. But for this particular family, it works, and it just keeps it going, and it helps them also look back and see what God has done in resolving conflict in their life and in their family. You know, maybe it's just that you you say, we're never gonna go to bed angry. I mean, that's a, a rule we definitely have. We're never gonna go to bed angry. Like if there's anything I'm feeling or Dave's feeling, we're gonna address it. It doesn't mean that we're gonna have it all figured out necessarily when we go to bed, but it does mean that, that we will have said I'm sorry and we will have forgiven each other and we will have prayed together because we're not gonna allow anger to take root. Yeah, and that's another biblical principle. The Bible says, don't let the sun go down on yeah. your anger. Uh, and, and again, like Ashley said, doesn't mean the whole problem solved, no, but we're gonna no. come to a place of, of peace and unity that you know we're gonna figure this out together and we're, right. we're going into it with grace and we're gonna sleep well tonight. Uh, and you've gotta get to that kind of place in your relationship because that's where God wants you to be. And it sometimes takes time in developing new habits to get there. I think another way to develop healthy communication is figuring out what setting is the best place for you to have healthy conversations. Yes. You know, for some of you, it's gonna be getting a cup of coffee and sitting on the couch and, and talking it out that way. For some of you, it's gonna be maybe going on a walk. I know for yeah. us, and this is something we talk about a lot uh, on our Naked Marriage podcast, we love to go on a walk and we try to do it every day, not only for exercise, but we found that we have some of our best conversations when we're in motion. It's, yes. like, it's like we're getting fresh air and, and our bodies are in motion. And there's even some, some research to back this up that especially in, in men, there's a tendency for men to open up in conversation more when they're engaged in an activity and when they're side by side as opposed to face to face. And so if you're a, a guy that has a hard time opening up, try going on a walk uh, and, and see if that, that kind of shared activity or going on a drive together and, and talking mm -hmm. that way can help. And yeah, there are certainly times you gotta be face to face and you've gotta just talk that way, of, of course, too. But try different places, try different um, kind of postures, so to speak, mm -hmm. and environments to help you find places where you both feel safe and where you can have meaningful communication. Because really, conflict resolution, as with most things in marriage, it comes down to consistent, healthy communication. Communication does for your relationship what breathing does for your lungs. It's what keeps it going. It's your lifeline. And you, you've got to just keep doing it. Absolutely. And I think it's important, too, to understand what really brings out the best in your spouse. Like if you know that they're tired, like me, if they're tired every afternoon, don't don't start a new conversation about some, <laughs> right. something you have a concern right. about because you're not gonna bring the best out of them. In fact, it'll most likely end up in a fight. It will. But if you know that there's this other time of day, like they're fresh in the morning, and once they've had their coffee and kind of mustered for just a little bit, 
you know, that they're gonna be able to have maybe a, a, a better conversation, a more co- cohesive conversation, then address the issue then. And it's always good to lead with I statements instead of you statements. And what I mean by that is you say, I'm feeling this way. When you do this, I feel like, you know, that you don't care about me. And I know that's probably not the truth because I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt because I love you and I trust you. But when you do this, it really makes me feel this way. And it's better to leave with those I statements and how you feel and what how you're taking something and what you take it to mean, as opposed to saying, you always do this. When you do this, I know you're meaning to hurt me. I know you're, you're doing this thing just to get under my skin. Because when we point fingers and we use those you statements, it just shuts down communication. Because none of us like to be accused of things, especially when it truly wasn't our intention. And we wanna always assume the best in our spouse and so when we go to them and tell them you know, that something's hurt us and we do it from the point of how we're feeling about it, it's really hard for them to be upset about it. And I wanna say one more thing. You know, there are times when you're married that you'll need to, you'll need to say something that is bothering you. You'll have, you'll have maybe some critical issues that you need to address. But if you are more encouraging than critical and you have spent so much time affirming your spouse, telling them all the things they're doing right, then by that time, when you do have to address something that might be taken as a criticism, they're not gonna get on the defensive because they realize that you've spent all this time affirming them and pouring into them and encouraging them. They know that when you come to them with a criticism, it's because you truly, truly have a concern. And so make sure that you're really just encouraging your spouse, that you're complimenting them not only on their appearance, but the, the deeper human being that they are, and just really call out all those things that they're doing that you so appreciate because gratitude, I'm telling you, it keeps our hearts soft. And so when those times come, when we really do need to figure out a conflict, we need to have that hard conversation, it's gonna land softly and not like a big thud that's just gonna build up a wall between you. Yeah, I mean, it says in the book of Ephesians in the Bible, encourage one another and build each other up. Be yes. kind and tenderhearted to one another. And if you'll do that, if that if that's your default mode, like Ashley just said, then those, those hard conversations are gonna, they're going to resonate much more deeply. They will. Because you've built up so much trust with one another, knowing that I'm for you, I love you, I'm with you no matter what. And I'm only saying this, I'm only pointing out this area of concern because I want what's best for us, I want what's best for you. And then enter into that conversation with just such trust in one another and then work together to find a solution. You're always on the same team. So remember, Mm. in marriage, there's never a winner and a loser in any disagreement. You're either going to win together or you're going to lose together. So work together to make sure you find a solution. We talk about all the different ways that you can do that uh, as part of the, the new course that we've uh, that we've told you about already. But I just can't emphasize it enough because I believe the Preparing for I Do uh, pre-marriage preparation course could do wonders to help you build that foundation. You can find out all about it at premarriage.com. Thanks for being a part of this episode. We'll see you next time.